It's time for Cofield and Company Live at Silver 7's Hotel and Casino. Right now, you got to do that sometimes. Yeah. Got to hustle. As I just waste 10 more seconds. No. No, <laughs> there should be requirements to buy these things. Pay attention, young man. Okay? There's a method to the madness. It's time for Cofield and Company with Steve Cofield on ESPN Las Vegas. Thursday, Silver 7s is the site. Adam Hill is here. Angel is running the ship. Back in our Finley Toyota studio, it's already trending at 2. We come right out with, well, bad news. No VGK game tonight, so no 77-cent beers here tonight. They've got five different beers during VGK games that are just 77 cents on the bottles. Well, there's no game tonight because it got canceled. Weird one. Tomas Hurdle. Is that all we know about right now? It's just one guy who had issues with COVID on the Sharks? Uh, yeah, so far as that's what we know. And uh, they are still going through protocols and still going through testing and trying to figure out if it's spread, just like we've seen with the Golden Knights in the past. Uh, but right now, uh, that is that is what they're dealing with, and they're trying to figure that out. I know their AHL team also, uh, because they play in the same building, had to shut down for a bit. Also, uh, unrelated, but you know, just the – I can't remember how long the walk is. You can walk it. Uh, if you walked over to the San Jose State campus, right from what's the uh, Shark Tank called now? It's not. It's not the computer deal. Whatever the sponsor is, uh, that arena you can actually walk over to San Jose State's campus. Well, the basketball team there is having issues with COVID, so they had two games canceled this week. They had a rescheduled game next week against Reno canceled. So the San Jose sports landscape still dealing with COVID, and as a result, no Knights game tonight. Yeah, and th- this is, you know, we're seeing it time and time again kind of uh, in the NHL and uh, dealing with different protocols and different contact tracing and just trying to figure out all, all of these things. The Knights have gone through it. Uh, they are right now without a player on the list for the first time in a month. Uh, so, you know, they're trying to get through it, but wouldn't be surprising if they have another situation at some point in the future because that's just kind of how things are going. Pretty much every team in the league is dealing with it in one way or another, either your team or the other team, and Right now, this was already a rescheduled game from when the Knights were shut down. They had to reschedule this one, and now this one uh, gets shut down because the Sharks have issues on the other side. So, you know, again, you, you, you just kind of have to go through this season expecting that these things are going to happen here and there. Trending it to a lot of NFL. You know, we're doing shows all the time, so and that's not a, a braggart thing. We like doing shows, right? So... Last night, after the regular Cofield & Company show, I had some time between the Rebels game and the show, and we usually do a late-night happy hour podcast on video, up at Steve Cofield, up at LV Sports Network, it's on Facebook, it's on YouTube. And because of the game, I was like, hey, we're not going to be able to do it at the normal time. We usually fire on Wednesday nights at 9 o'clock, and we do it with our, uh, our pal. Uh, we usually do it at 9 o'clock, our time. Couldn't do it, so... Petro and I were doing the podcast a little bit earlier, and the question came up about J.J. Watt. I asked him about the Chiefs. He's like, can't afford them. Uh, he asked me about the Raiders, and I was like, I, I, don't, I have no interest if I'm Raiders brass or the Raiders organization in J.J. Watt because they need so much help to go with a high-dollar veteran. Doesn't make sense. I didn't realize how high the dollar was going to be. This is stupid if this is true. Yeah. Am I wrong on this? Well, Diana Rossini, Big Roos, is reporting that J.J. Watt money, the offers could be up in the 15 to $16 million a year range. Well, again, let's, really? when you hear those reports, you have to figure out where they're coming from. And this very, very, very possibly could be Watt's agent telling Diana Rossini that they have an offer of $15 million. I don't feel like J.J. Watt and company would do that. Do we have the gorillas laugh so we can just play that for 30 seconds? Adam can't stop. I can't so I'll say it again. I don't feel like J.J. Watt and his camp would manipulate the process and use social media to shine a light upon himself. <laughs> Just let it play for 30 seconds. Just keep it going. Wow. Okay. I can't stop laughing. I know. I get it. I get it. The best part of this is, right? is when when J.J. Watt signs with the Raiders for $15 million. Oh, my God. We're going to have to play this back 
And like, not only did he actually get the $15 million offer, but he also was going to be with the Raiders. And by the way, I'm going to have to cover him and be in the locker room with him every day and answer for my buffoonery for the last two years, which is fine with me. I hope it's your beat. I hope that's 90%. Just J.J. Watt beat? Yep. I hope it's not. I hope you guys have a, like a J.J. Watt page up on the paper. I hope you uh, dedicate four stories a week to J.J. Watt and his social media, and you're the linchpin to the whole thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, that very well could happen, I suppose. Uh, that'd be fun. No, I listen, I think there is certainly a market for J.J. Watt. Um, I don't believe there's a $16 million market for J.J. Watt at this age, but... Listen, if a bunch of teams are interested and, you know, they need to, there, there becomes a bidding war for J.J. Watt, I, I guess anything's possible. Uh, but I just, I don't see it at this age and at this uh, stage of his, his career physically uh, for a team to do that. But Dude, also, all there has to be is one. Yeah, all there has to be is one, and there has to just be one with money. And the Browns have money, and I'll tell you what, I'm scared AF, as the kids say, about the Jets. The I, mean, I, I think new management is smart. But you got a defensive coach. You know, he may look at it like, hey, I'm paying for not only the player's ability, but character as we try to rebuild the approach in the organization. But please don't do that. 16 mil for J.J. Watt is insanity. Yeah, And, that, and, and if it's money that he's interested in, I mean, I think he's going to be interested more in a contender. But if it's money and a team that has money that's you know not really uh, that close, could way overpay to get him to come in, I, I suppose. Uh, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. It seems like a team... Uh, that would try to get him on a more favorable deal with a chance to win a title would be where he'd go. Uh, but we will find out exactly where the market falls. Uh, I don't think it happens anytime soon, though, because I do think, as we said, that J.J. Watt is loving this process. Well, why would he sign before the salary cap is set? Sure. That's the other thing. So we're getting all hyped up, and it's like it's going to happen any day now. Like It's probably not going to happen for another two or three weeks. Well, he can't sign until the sal- until the league year starts. But the announcement. The agreement, yeah, which, which could happen, right? And... And I like I don't think teams. Why would teams be throwing out offers right now, if they don't even know what the cap is and where it's going to be? Now it seems like it's settling into it's going to be right around like 182, so it seems like they kind of know, and they can start to build there. But you don't know exactly where it is yet, and that one or two million dollars that it could swing would make a big difference of how much you're you're able to pay or willing to pay or want to pay, JJ Watt. So I, I think you're right. I think uh, you would you would wait a little bit on this, but. Hey, if, if people are throwing out $16 million for him, if that's true, which I don't think is true, but if it is, maybe something does happen sooner. We'll follow up on this because uh, T.J. Watt's making jokes, so this is a, a grand old time for the Watt family. Yesterday we get the official news that Tyrell Williams is going to be cut, or is cut, by the Raiders. Weird tweet. Uh, you know they have like a little marquee that blinks on on Twitter? Transactions. I was yeah. like, eh, you're cutting a guy. Like, let's... Well, like flashy time. Uh, we've been also discussing LaMarcus Joyner. Sure. More reports out there, again, that Joyner could be cut making upwards of $9 million. Yeah, and again, like Tyrell Williams, when this story... Uh, actually, the, the the story of Tyrell Williams getting cut actually kind of came down while we were here, I think like a month ago, uh, here at Silver Sevens. And then the official word comes out yesterday. But yeah, like when Tyrell Williams... Uh, like when the news surfaced about him, it would have been surprising if they didn't cut him. It'd be news if the Raiders don't move on from LaMarcus Joyner. That would be news. Them moving on from LaMarcus Joyner is not really news. Very, very, very expected uh, as part of this offseason play. Do those signings give you any worries about this free agent period coming up? So I pause like a mofo. Sure. Trying to trying to put it the right way. Um, the fact that they that those were not great signings. I mean, let's be honest. They, no. didn't, they didn't get what they paid for. And now they're going to have to cut the guys, both of them, early. Does it does it worry you? Like, have they learned their lesson? Yeah. I, I mean, I, you would hope so. But I, they, they, had a, they had a history of deals when Gruden was first on board. It seemed like they were paying a lot of money for guys, like, like well above probably the market rate. Now, I, I don't know the particulars on each one, but... Each one of the deals, even Trent Brown, you're like, whoa. Yeah. And, and we've said this repeatedly. You're not in Oakland anymore. You have money. Yeah. This is a glamour city. It's a great state. There's no state, in, uh, state income tax. Like, there's competing, and then there's, you know, acting like I'm trying to think of a team that has to overpay all the time. I guess it was the Oakland Raiders. But, you know, 
You're in Vegas. Right. I think, but I think when you look at it, you say these signings didn't work out, and that's an easy, just blanket statement to make, and it's true. But you also have to look at individual reasons, and you know, when you say have they learned their lesson, Tyrell Williams actually look back the time, the brief period of time that he was healthy for this team was awesome. He was awesome. I think he scored in like his first five games with the team and was playing really, really well. Now he's been hurt ever since. And so, yeah, that that didn't work out because of injury. And, and you know, you could have said, well, maybe you should see that coming and maybe you should understand that. And maybe he wasn't ready for that role. I would just say that's kind of a, that's just kind of a bad luck situation because he was really, really good when he first started out with the Raiders. Uh, with LaMarcus Joyner, it was not really being able to find a position and not really fitting in the defense. And that that's more of a concern. I mean, from a personnel standpoint, you got to know who you're signing. And then the other one, like Trent Brown's motivation, that's not that wasn't a mystery that just popped no. up now. No. And, you know, he, he was a good player who had an unbelievable stretch in the playoffs. Like, that's what he was. He was a good player that had those concerns and, had, and those question marks, was absolutely unbelievable for a stretch in the playoffs, and I thought there was an overreaction to signing him. First of all, who signs those kind of deals for a right tackle? Like, nobody. It never happens. And the Raiders did it because he was so good for that, you know, three, four-game stretch. And I think a lot of teams were like, okay, he's turned the corner. He's figured it out. He's going to take that next step. But the Raiders went above and beyond everybody else and signed him to a lot of money. They targeted him and said, that's our guy. Hasn't worked out like they thought. And, again, he's been good when he's played. But in this case, you probably should have seen a lot of this coming. Do we have two more weeks on the way? This is also trending of, hey, there's a top five quarterback available. It's time to move on from Derek Carr and go get that guy because Russell Wilson apparently – I don't know if this is more game playing, but the Seahawks now have a list of teams that Russell Wilson will accept a trade to. Did you say two more weeks? This is forever. Well, I thought it. I actually thought we turned the corner here because now we were talking about Derek Carr being here with an extension. Now, no one, I haven't seen anyone in the mainstream media actually confirm that they're working on an extension. That was a lot of internet-driven stuff, and there's so many people who cover the Raiders. You know, you just get pounded with it, and then yeah. it starts to get aggregated. So I thought we could actually talk about the future with Carr, like Carr's going to be the guy. And you know what? Actually, Rappaport did say at the beginning of the week, it looks like Carr's going to be around. Mariota would be the guy who's traded. Right. So I thought we were moving on. Like, hey, there isn't a top-five quarterback available that they're interested in moving Carr for or in a three-way deal. Yeah. But now we got Russell Wilson. Yeah, and Russell Wilson, you know, like in the Deshaun Watson situation – we are kind of hearing here and there, like maybe he'd go to this team, maybe he'd be willing to go to this team. Like Deshaun, Russell Wilson has a no-trade clause, so he would have some control over where he gets traded if he does get traded. Uh, but unlike Deshaun, it's not really a mystery anymore. Like the list is out there. These are the teams he'd be willing to go play for, and the Raiders are on that list. And so, yeah, I think you you look at that, and, and if you're a Raiders fan, you're like, okay. And if you're the Raiders organization, you start to look around and say, hey, listen, there's no rush to move on from Carr. Carr is good. He's a really, really good player. He's not the problem. There's no reason to move on from him unless you can significantly upgrade at the position. And Russell Wilson fills that mold. He fills that qualification there. So, and you would think, you know, there's not a whole lot of difference, but there is a few years difference. Maybe the Seahawks would be interested in Carr and picks for Wilson like, mm. that could make some sense so I think you at least have to explore but the biggest thing to me isn't isn't that you have a chance to go get Russell Wilson because that's you know he's not demanding a trade yet he's just saying if you are going to trade me these are the teams let's see if we can work things out but you know we'll see how this plays out so he's not necessarily available the most exciting thing for Raiders fans shouldn't be hey you could get Russell Wilson it should be hey guys are interested in coming here like that's what you should take away from this that this is going to be an appealing destination, and everybody kind of assumed that, but you're seeing it come to fruition. It's going to, be, and, and he's on JJ Watt's list too, apparently, as the quote dark horse candidate. So, you know, the Raiders Raiders fans should just be excited that in the future, when guys become available, either through trades or free agency, they're going to be interested in playing here, and that should be a, an exciting development for the Raiders and their fans. Silver Sevens on a Thursday. Adam Hill is here. It's Cofield. Come on down. They got three. Check that two seventy seven. Margaritas, beers, well, shots, 
3 o'clock. That starts. That's happy hour at Silver 7s. We're going to be uh, checking out the uh, drop of the puck here in uh, about an hour and 45 minutes. NBA action, college basketball action. Really good game tonight with uh, Iowa and Michigan with an early start our time. When we return, we'll get to uh, the latest news with the Vegas Golden Knights. A lot of talk around the tickets being available yesterday, and we'll get Adam Hill's take on that. With 77-cent Bud Light bottles, Golden Knights hockey game nights are great at Silver 7's Hotel and Casino. Feeling run down, gaining weight around your midsection, trouble sleeping, lacking intimacy in your relationship? These are all signs you could have a hormone imbalance. Genesis Lifestyle Medicine can help you balance your hormones and lose weight. As you age, your hormones start declining. This can impact your midsection, muscle strength, energy, libido, and mental clarity. Genesis Lifestyle Medicine has different hormone therapy treatment options for men and women to help improve your life. Go to GenesisLifestyleMedicine.com or call 725-216-7496 and book your free consultation now. I'm attorney Paul Powell. If you've been hurt in a crash, let me get to work for you. Call 728-5500 or go to paulpowell.com. More lawyer, less fee. Some restrictions apply. If you need to buy a home, call Dustin DeHart. If you want the best rates, get service at great. Dustin DeHart with Nova Home Loans. Record high property values and interest rates still at record lows. Hey, it's Cofield. I'm telling you, it's time to call Dustin DeHart at Nova Home Loans to get that mortgage tuned up or purchase your dream home today. NMLS 25011, branch NMLS 777 362. So if you need a loan, pick up the phone. And call 577-2600. Dustin DeHart with Nova Home Loans. Hey, Las Vegas, it's Ed Granny from the Press Box here, and I'm back to remind you about BetMGM Sports Nevada, where every play and every game means more than ever. BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks because they help you turn big plays into OMG-level paydays. How to get started in winning? Just download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID. Before you know it, you'll be able to place bets from anywhere in Nevada and take advantage of BetMGM's daily boosted odds specials. Plus, find dozens of betting options for all your favorite sports, including in-play wagering, props, and much, much more. This means every game and every play will have you on the edge of your seat waiting to do your signature victory dance so come on download the app today and stop by your favorite mgm casino in las vegas to register believe me in no time it'll be showtime for you to bet fearlessly at BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks think about it you can make every game mean something more this is a once in a lifetime opportunity to wager during what is destined to be the most exciting period of sports any of us have ever seen visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions must be 21 years or older and physically located in nevada and remember always please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 Catch all the hockey and your favorite gaming action in the Golden Circle Sportsbook and Bar inside Treasure Island. Come hang out as Cofield and Company broadcast live throughout the hockey season. Enjoy great food and drink specials like $5 drafts Monday through Thursday. And every day until 8 o'clock, the TI will be serving up 23-ounce Dos Equis or Heineken, plus you get to keep the Pilsner glass. The betting kiosks are open 24-7 and parking is always free for the Golden Circle Sportsbook and Bar inside Treasure Island. Must be 21 or older. Please drink responsibly. Management reserves all rights. Heard the good news about COVID-19 vaccines? They're here. But you can do more than wait for your turn. Here's how. Stay at least six feet away from folks you don't live with. And it's risky to be indoors with them, too. And masks? Well, they protect both the person wearing them and the folks around them. Wear a mask, watch your distance, and make a big difference now. Learn more about vaccines at cdc.gov coronavirus. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Are you drowning under a mountain of debt? You need flat fee attorneys. Not a big fee from the other firms, but a flat fee starting at just $500. The last thing you need when considering bankruptcy is a huge bill from the lawyer. So contact Flat Fee today to get a totally free consultation from their affordable, reliable, and experienced attorneys. With Flat Fee attorneys, you won't pay a big fee for your bankruptcy. You'll pay a flat fee starting at just $500. Google Flat Fee. Flat Fee Attorneys in Las Vegas. Smoked beef brisket. Cooked for over 14 hours and so juicy and tender that you'll need two forks to get it into your mouth. Tenderlicious. L2 Texas Barbecue. Dine in, drive through, or pick up now at 2250 East Warm Springs Road. Big Texas Barbecue. L2 Texas Barbecue. 
When you buy or sell a house with Homie, everyone wins. As an official partner of our Vegas Golden Knights, we'll call it our Homie Ice Advantage. You'll save thousands because Homie agents don't charge high commissions. Your experienced local real estate agent will help you through every step of the buying or selling process. Plus, if you're selling your home because of COVID-19, Homie will waive your $2,500 listing fee. Win, win, win. Homie has your back. Text Knights to 88588 to buy or sell with Homie. Homie is an equal housing opportunity provider. Brokerage license number B144145. Start the year off right at Finley Volkswagen Henderson. Right now, lease a 2020 Jetta for only $199 per month. That's right, a 2020 Jetta 1.4T for only $199. Plus, they can curbside deliver and the entire transaction can be done online and over the phone. Meet me at Finley Volkswagen in the Valley Auto Mall or check us out online, finleyvw.com. For highly qualified customers through Volkswagen Credit, $24.99 due at signing, 39 month lease. Excludes tax, title, license, and dealer fees. Offer expires 3 1 Finley Volkswagen. Hi, this is Greg. And this is Dave. We own and operate Legacy AC. We're both Las Vegans who started our business to provide better service to our community. That's why at Legacy AC, our focus is on our customers and employees. You see, when you treat people right, you can't go wrong. It might be why on Yelp, we're Las Vegas' highest rated AC and heating company. For sales, service, and installation, go to LegacyAC.com. That's right. See for yourself. Go to LegacyAC.com. LegacyAC.com. Dealer number 77725. When it comes to dependability in car batteries, no one beats Interstate Batteries. Interstate Batteries has been providing outrageously dependable starting power for over 65 years. With over 200,000 dealers nationwide, there's one near you. Just click on interstatebatteries.com. It's been a year since we've had uh, fans to play in front of. I think everybody misses that element of the game, and that's irreplaceable. So... You know, the fact that uh, we're moving towards that, taking a step, even though it's a small one, is a great thing for, for us and for the game. Now, back to the William Hill Sportsbook Inside Silver 7s with Cofield and Company. My guy, Pete DeBoer, very fired up. Yeah, about as fired up as he gets, but uh, VGK, I'm sure, fired up to get 2,600 fans into the building. Very accommodating, very accommodating. It's like a new era with Pete DeBoer. Sure. I don't know if Gerard would have been, like, Stormed out. Stormed out the Zoom, the Zoom call. Uh, well, Gerard was more consistently grumpy. Yeah. Pete DeBoer has his grumpy days, which are grumpier than... Oh, really? Oh, yeah. And then he has his up and happier days. How do you know? So. He's just real short at the beginning? Uh, you can usually tell. I know uh, the San Jose media uh, used to call him uh, Prickly Pete. Oh, okay. That would be the, uh, the DeBoer that would show up on those days where he wasn't very happy and willing to talk. I do think... You know, it's a different dynamic when everything's Zoom and you're not around people. Right. Um, I've noticed it, you know, not only from the Golden Knights, like, because it's it's always virtual, but, um, you know, doing UFC now, some of us are, are doing live interviews again uh, with, you know, full testing protocols in place. And, like, you see the guys do their virtual interview and then come in and do their live interview. Which one's better? Uh, the Live, for sure. For sure. It's just a different – it's a totally different experience for the media and the athletes, I think, and, and they're more comfortable. So um, so you're less willing to be cranky and a jerk to someone's face? Well, not if you're you know, Derek Lewis taking shots at my shirt and that sort of thing. But, but I can't wait um, to get that sound. We'll, we'll <laughs> grab that for one of the shows. And I, don't even, I don't out. know if it's out there. Uh, it was, it was, a, was it a, a scrum or a press conference? Um, it was a, a press conference, but they're doing, like, different – they're doing some. They're doing virtual press conferences and then live press conferences. That was before or after the fight. That was after. So there, it's a little bit different situations. Yeah, but but like I'm saying, it's 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 a different attitude. I think that that athletes and in this case coaches have uh, when they're when they're doing virtual ones. All right, so Pete's fired up. Yeah, he's fired up. Uh, did you get any feedback from people who were trying to buy tickets? Were they fired up? Because obviously, it's a frenzy. The tickets are in high demand. I saw some couple of tweets about the secondary market tickets already like 325 on up uh, it's hard to get a ticket very it's hard bottom line and i'm sure there are some fans who are like whoa what the hell but it's 2600 seats man and they like they're not obligated or are they i was gonna say they're not obligated to match their normal prices no or i don't know should they should they match the normal prices but in the end secondary market tickets are not really set by the team i mean not I, secondary I, market i'm talking about the initial purchase of the ticket yeah but yeah, uh yeah but i mean they they were way more reasonable than i thought but okay. nobody like those were just gone right like as far as i know 
they were just gone. There was no opportunity to actually buy them. And so, like, if the the average person who wants to go to a game is going to have to do it through the secondary market, and I I I, I sympathize for sure with people that thought, oh hey, you can go to Golden Knights games now. I'm going to go to a game, and then they see the price and they're like, what? But at the same time, like, you have to think about it. It was like impossible to buy tickets when they were full. Right. And so now if you cut that down by, you know, 85%, like I, my thought, somebody, somebody asked me last week, like, what's the cheapest I'm going to be able to get a ticket on the secondary market? And my original thought was like, I don't know, 750, which is ridiculous. You like to overdo it. No, but I, I thought that would be the case. Like if, if only 2,600 people get to go. So for each game, there's going to be like, what, probably, probably 2000 of those are probably going to want to go themselves. Right. And there's no restrictions on reselling tickets. That, that's an that is an interesting question. Like I kind of thought they would try to figure that out, but it doesn't seem like it based on what it is. So what I saw today, I saw a ticket out there for like two hundred eighty five, and was stunned. Like wow, that's a steal. And and I literally got an email from somebody that was like, "Can you believe the cheapest ticket is only or is is two hundred eighty five dollars? How do they expect people to go?" And I was like, "That's exactly the opposite of the reaction I had. My reaction was, wow, that's incredibly cheap." Right, here's Justin Watkins. We know he has season tickets. He's our ESPN Las Vegas legal insider. He's got really good seats and, uh, you know, sort of center ice, I think like one section over from center ice, about 25 rows up, maybe 15 rows up, and he just talked about getting on there yesterday morning and exactly what he could buy and how much it wound up costing him. Well, so I'm a season ticket holder that rolled over, right? I didn't, I didn't ask for my cash back. Right. So if you, if you let it roll, then you're on the first. They said this at the time that if they do allow fans in, that the money you rolled over can be used as a bank to pay for any tickets that happened in this year. And if you elect to roll over, then you're eligible. You're, you're the first in line. So today was our day. And so, yeah, I got in on that first. But you only get to buy one game for the month of March. There's like eight games in, on the schedule. You only get one. And so, is that is that going to be the case moving forward? Do you know you basically get dibs for one game a month? Uh, I, no, I don't think that's going to be the case. I, I think that's, I think they purposely only did through March because they expect it to change oh. to 25 or 30 or 45% capacity. And if it gets to those higher numbers, then maybe 30% capacity. Well, then I get to go once every three games, right? Instead of once every eight games. And you're okay with all this? What's not to be okay about? I mean, it's not like it's not like the Golden Knights aren't trying. They're trying, right? I mean, fully tried to get 25%, and they Southern Nevada Health District said 15. So okay, price was a little. I think it was up from what the normal price is. I got I got basically my same tickets. I'm like two rows back from where I normally am. Same seats as normal, and they normally go. I think for like I think it's like 270 a piece. And these were like 380, but I might be wrong on on the price. So they were 380 a, a pop. I get it too, man. They're going to lose money on 15. percent All those all those things are completely true. And you know it it sucks. Like there's no there's no good answer. If you're if you're out there saying, hey, it sucks that my season ticket that I usually have is now this much. Yeah, I agree. I feel for you. It 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 does suck. But you also. Like the the alternative is you don't go, or the alternative is hey we keep it at zero percent fans, and nobody can go in there. I mean what what is your solution if you are if you're out there and upset about how this is being handled? Because I'm willing to hear it, and like the Golden Knights do plenty of things that are absolutely awful and wrong. Yesterday's announcement being one of them, but like in this case they're they're trying they're trying to get people in they're trying to get as many as they can. And if you're going to have less fans than usual, if you're going to be able to sell less tickets than usual, like the demand is going to be sky high. You're going to have to pay a ton of money to get in. You don't have to go. Nobody's making you. And and I'm not saying this like, you know, not caring. I I, I get it. It sucks. You it sucks. Uh, even without a COVID situation, you were the one who told a lot of people, you know, five years ago, right? whenever the process started for the NHL to land here, like, is this market ready? Yeah. This, these are professional sports. It's not the minor leagues. It's major league sports. Are you ready for the ticket prices and the concessions and the parking? It ain't cheap. No. So, like, basically, five years ago, you're like, yeah, I don't want to hear it. And, and I think Th- people, This is what it takes. People have been, you know, spoiled is not the right word, but you, you don't think about it as much. 
when, you know, for my whole life of living here and most people that are that are residents of Las Vegas, we haven't had any major league teams. So our major league experience would be to, let's say, go to a Dodgers game or a Diamondbacks game or, you know, whatever, Coyotes or Kings or whatever, whatever franchise. And you make a trip out of it and you go to you go there for two days, you buy tickets to the game and you don't really think about the price because it's a vacation or it's a trip. And it's the time to get away, and you're like, okay, this is what you spend. It's a different situation when the team is here, and you're thinking about going like to every game. It adds up so quick. It's it's an expensive endeavor, and we get that, we understand that, and that's part of that's part of pro sports. And you know, people have been loving having the Golden Knights here. They've been loving having the Raiders here, even though they haven't gone to games yet. But the, this is what it is. It's incredibly expensive to go to a game. Xavier Pope's on the way. He's one of our legal analysts and also a great cultural news analyst. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. We've had uh, a change with Mr. Potato Head. It's all over. Golden Knights games and 77-cent Bud Light bottles. Silver 7's Hotel and Casino has you hooked up. This spring, get in the game and earn cash for betting sports with the William Hill Nevada Mobile Sports app on your phone or tablet. During William Hill Spring Rewards, earn up to $500 cash back. Between now and April 30th, you'll be eligible for cash back points for every wager made, win or lose on the William Hill Nevada Mobile Sports app. You'll also earn bonus cash back for teasers and parlay card wagers made on the app. To enroll in Spring Rewards and see participating locations, visit WilliamHill.us. That's WilliamHill.us. If you've been charged with a crime or DUI, don't gamble with your lawyer. Get the most effective defense and get results. Call the Vegas Lawyers at 702-707-7000. 702-707-7000. Lawyer up. Las Vegas, are you ready to rock? Get over to Finley Toyota right now and let us show you our VIP lineup. Roll up to your next gig with style in a new Camry or grab a new rugged Tacoma to haul your gear around. Finley has got what you need and our state-of-the-art service center and amazing customer service will have you feeling like a rock star. Visit us today or schedule an appointment at FinleyToyota.com. And Finley Toyota will do Love a great steak, but don't want to pay $50, $60, $70 for one? Make it yourself. Great steaks directly from MeetUpVegas.com. They have the best meat exclusively sold to the finest steakhouses, never sold to the public until now. Use the code COFIELD for a discount. MeetUpVegas.com. It's M-E-A-T-UpVegas.com. Nick here with Stefano's. Ditch the burger and fries and go Greek. Stefano's Greek and Mediterranean Grill with three valley-wide locations is the perfect alternative. Not only is the Mediterranean diet far healthier, the food at Stefano's tastes great. Stefano's menu has the best tasting euros you'll find anywhere. Or maybe you prefer mouth-watering kebabs or shawarmas, falafels, and more. Order ahead using our new app and receive $5 off your first order. Or order online at stefanoslv.com. Stefanos, since 1998. Real food, real fast, real healthy. Hanging at the William Hill Sportsbook inside Silver 7s, it's Cofield and Company. Bunch of breaking news in the world of sports. We got a... Crazy, crazy story with another one of these uh, abuse stories. So we'll get to that in just a couple minutes. Our uh, legal analyst, uh, culture commentary guy is Xavier Pope. My God, Xavier. Mr. Potato Head has now been caught in the crosshairs. Xavier. All right. Quite the lead-in, right? Real quick. It's quite Real a quick. setup. That's what happens when you don't give the uh – the standard radio. Hey, what's going on, buddy? <laughs> yeah, um, the potato head. <laughs> what's up, man? Uh, I, I have to just let you all know that um, that anyone who is bald, um, I, 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 I do feel for you because that was the standard joke of people who were balding <laughs> um, that you look like Mr. Potato Head. Um, but you have uh, recourse. And the fact that Mr. Potato Head is actually not going anywhere. <laughs> there was a, a lot of mis- bad media reports saying that um, the Hasbro was looking to change um, and get rid of Mr. Potato Head. He was going to be a gender-neutral Potato Head. Turns out Hasbro isn't getting rid of Mr. Mr. Potato Head at all. It's just creating a general brand called Potato Head. And as you all have known since we were kids, there was a Miss Potato Head. 
there was Mr. Potato Head. There's probably, you know, there are all different types of potato heads doing different things, you know, standing on their heads. And those are coming under auspices under a quote-unquote potato head brand. But people are going insane, talking, it's this ridiculous culture war going on because there was issues with Marjorie Taylor Greene and she put the sign across the hallway because the representative has a transgender um, child. And so all that was happening and then potato head drops and just turns this to a political football. And it's much ado about absolutely nothing. There you go. I'm glad we opened with it, but we get the update. So some commentary there on don't fall prey to the uh, PC culture headlines. There is a potato head. Mr. Potato Head will now be gone. Uh, let's get an update. Uh, well, first of all, let me get your feelings on how the day unfolded as we found out, you know, in the morning and, you know, middle of the day for you uh, about Tiger Woods' accident. Um, whatever you want to comment on, the accident itself, the coverage. I saw a lot of finger-wagging by people who were like, hey, wait, let's, you know, allow the facts to come out organically. Let's not rush to judgment. Uh, you know, the same thing with Mr. Potato Head, though. Um, something that's a little bit more serious is that people are looking to be first as opposed to looking to be right. And speculating on facts or rumors that may not necessarily be true um, in terms of you know, people were initially talking about um, Tiger Woods being pried by the, the jaws of life. That didn't happen. Um, there were issues about um, whether you know, Tiger Woods was actually, was he, was he was he was he drunk or what happened? Um, you know, his, his, the cops didn't take a sample of his blood there, and people are speculating um, um, whether he was impaired. There's no evidence of that, uh, and so I think that it's a lot of speculation around what's happened, and not waiting to see what actually happened. It is. Uh, it's been a pattern, and we we should have learned our lesson from the the Kobe situation. Did you think there was anything interesting uh, about the, this headline? Tiger Woods' blood sample wasn't taken for several reasons. Why wouldn't they take a blood sample? Uh, well, I, I'm I'm thinking that probably because he was hurt, uh, and um, I'm thinking that uh, he didn't maybe didn't show signs that he was impaired when they yeah. pulled him out because. It, it, I think that this goes back to the original story, though, right? He was pulled from the jaws of life. So the assumption was if he was pulled from the jaws of life, he may have been unconscious or that he wasn't he didn't have his faculties. But apparently he did. Um, police said that he was awake and he was alert um, on his ride to the hospital. So if Tiger Woods is, uh, is awake, he's alert, doesn't show signs of impairment, those are indications to a police officer that gives them probable cause to be able to administer some sort of uh, Whatever to, to, to determine what whether that person is impaired, um, or, or to collect a blood sample, and since that didn't exist, then police officers did not have to do that. It doesn't necessarily mean they were covering up whether Tiger Woods was impaired or not. It's just them taking their um, representation of what they assume in terms of that. That's what police officers do. I mean, they they assume a car is speeding. Um, in terms of their, their what, what are they seeing, and they, they, then they aim a gun, and then they determine whether the automobile is speeding or not. They may see a car moving in or out of traffic. This may be to determine whether there is some sort of impairment or not. That's not what officers determine, and um, they did their jobs, and, and Target Woods went to the hospital. But I think that this is a bigger issue over people um, in media, too, um, Assuming facts that aren't there and trying to insert whatever narrative they want based on how they perceive that particular person that had had some sort of interaction with law enforcement. I want to confirm one thing that you mentioned at the very beginning. You're unconscious. They can't draw blood, right? Oh, uh, what? Well, legally. Uh, legally. Legally. Yeah, well, physically, legally, legally, they can't draw your blood. Yeah, okay. I mean, exactly. But, but Tiger Woods... With Tiger Woods was not unconscious, though. Right, he, he was wasn't. Awake. No, he wasn't. But I'm saying, like, initially we thought, hey, this guy, his legs are pulverized. As you know, that's what we heard. He might be out. He rolled his truck. Um, if you are unconscious, the the police can't go. You know, we think he might be impaired or she might be impaired. Let's draw blood. I, here's the thing. Here's why you can't do that. Well, there's several reasons why you can't do that. But a big reason why you can't do that to be able to determine whether that person's impaired or not is 
how are you how are you making the determination that they are are impaired? Unconscious. Could you could you lean over and smell their their breath? I mean, I mean, officers could lean over and smell their breath. Yeah. But does does that necessarily mean that that they are impaired or not? No. What, 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 what is the next step? What is the next step that, that an officer would take? Would be a field sobriety test. You can't do a field sobriety test with someone who who, who is unconscious. They failed. We told him to walk a straight line. He didn't even get up. They didn't do it. <laughs> and so I mean, I just some of the, some of these things have just rationales about how they exist. But the thing is that wasn't even the that wasn't a fact of the case. He wasn't unconscious. He was a, he was awake and he was alert. I so. I, I mean, so I think that was a big part of that. People thought that he was, you know, people thought that Tiger Woods was was going to die. It might, it, it, I'm, not, I'm not I'm not blowing this out of proportion when I say this. I mean, I had tons of text messages. Is, is Tiger Woods okay? Is he going to survive this? And you know, bringing up the jaws of life. You're, most people think jaws of life mean okay, someone's going to die, or their their life is at jeopardy. That's why this is a bigger issue. Yeah. We don't, how hurt is Tiger Woods? We really don't know. Were you able to watch the uh, the video of the fight in the bar with the Oklahoma football player? I saw that fight. And <laughs> good, good fight. He, that I mean, much smaller uh, guy, two pieces, um, uh, and, and the guy up, and I thought it was fun. I thought it was pretty funny um, because uh, there was bullying involved, right? Hey, you know, there's a bar, and it's it, it, was it a restroom or something to that effect? Yeah. And and you know the 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 guy's being stood over. You know, just a regular guy. He do something about it. He's trying not to do anything with the Oklahoma University player. Um, he's, he's hey, listen, we know that you don't really do well in the college football playoffs, so um, you're not going to do well here. <laughs> um, but but then he just he's the MMA guy. Bam, 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 puts him in. He, he picks him up in a suplex, you know, like Mr. Perfect, you know, and then he land, drops him, and then he puts him in a, a headlock. Um, that's what you get for being a bully. Uh, so uh, you be careful who you're, try, you're talking mess to and trying to, trying, to, trying to bully out in the fight. So. It's been a while since we had a Mr. Perfect reference on the show, so thank you for that. Uh, what, you're welcome. Even, even if, you know, we don't necessarily know what exactly what was going on in the fight, but – you know, it does appear that the friend of the football player kind of reached over and pushed first, and then the MMA guys who were referring to them as answered and finished it. Like, is there a responsibility at some point to stop once you once if you are defending yourself? Like, how far can you go with defending yourself? Well, I mean, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what was said before the fight happened, right? Because there's a, there's a period of time where everyone had an opportunity to, to decide what they wanted to do. Um, and so at that point, uh, Spencer Jones, if he felt like there was something said to him, Jones could have turned around and walked away, right? But instead he antagonized the guy more. There, there wasn't anything that just showed that he that had taken something from him. Um, so at that point, um, the, the gentleman that was in the fight had the, opportunity, had the right to defend himself. Um, in terms of, you know, someone standing over him and, and threatening him because it appears that he was blocking his access to leaving that first room. And so that's where the issue is, is, okay, if you're, you know, that's, that's some sort of false imprisonment. If, if I can't, if you're impeding my ability to go somewhere, now you are confining me. And as someone who's confined, then I have a right to defend myself from being confined, which was that piece he got in the, that headlock. And the perfect play. <laughs> That's the voice of Xavier Pope, uh, legal analyst here on Thursdays, uh, commentary on uh, cultural issues and stories. So there seems to be some momentum building to change the NBA logo to Kobe Bryant. Is that an easy thing to do? Could there be some legal issues with this? I think that's a great question, Steve. Um, a, a lot of people you know, have speculated that the NBA logo – was explicitly named for Jerry West, Hall of Fame player with the Lakers, um, famed executive with the Lakers and the Grizzlies. Um, but the NBA has never explicitly came out and say 
had said that this is this is this is the Jerry West logo. Um, and so, in order for the NBA to change the logo, which is impossible, a lot of NBA players are like, yeah, you know, let's just do this after Kobe. Is uh, Kobe Bryant? He had his own shoe. He had his own logo with the shoe in terms of how he jumped. And so putting a Kobe Bryant logo as the NBA logo, then the NBA would have to turn around and um, pay um, Kobe Bryant's estate for the use of the logo. And the NBA logo is used extensively throughout NBA products, marketing, brands, broadcast deals, you name it. Change it explicitly to Kobe Bryant. With the, the NBA would have to pay Kobe Bryant to state a significant amount of money. The so I mean I I, I think the, the the family because they are all for this may just say go ahead and use it, but because Kobe's been used, his logo's been used by like Nike. Wouldn't Nike then also have to sign it over? Well, I mean. Nike, I mean, that would be, depend on what logo we, we're, we're talking about. This yeah. is Kobe Bryant's name, image, and likeness. And that extends over the course of his life, and it, it relates to a specific type of approved um, likeness that Kobe Bryant approved when he was alive. He can't do that anymore. Now he's gone. So to use Kobe Bryant's image and likeness, that's something that would, that would fall to his estate. And yes, maybe if his family says that's okay, that's perfectly fine. But it, that, that, that narrative changes when the state is asking the NBA to compensate them for use of his name, image, and likeness. And they would have to basically waive those rights, um, doubt if they would do that. And so this becomes an expensive proposition for the National Basketball Association. Uh, last couple of stories, and we got about uh, three minutes here, so we'll, uh, we'll bang through these. I saw you retweet uh, the story about uh, Todd Bowles uh, and the confusion with him and and uh, Leftwich, a uh, reporter gets on, thinks it's Todd Bowles, it's Leftwich. Leftwich just kind of laughs it off. And then I guess there was another story of, uh, of another mistaken identity. It, it, this is just a funny story, or is there something deeper to this like the, you know, that the average white like myself doesn't understand? Yeah, a, a buddy of mine, Chris Williamson, uh, with SNNY, uh, has a Beyond Sports uh, a show. Um, and he interviewed Todd Bowles on his show. And Todd Bowles basically laughed it off and said, you know, I've, I've, been, I've been confused for, for people before. He even talked about being confused with a character from The Wire and signing autographs in, 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 the, um, in the airport, you know. And I, I think that Todd Bowles just, you know, took the high road. Like, hey, listen, I, I still need to get a, a head coaching job in the National Football League. The last thing I, I need is any additional attention for these this identity politics when we are the Super Bowl champions. We won. I've I've moved on. I'm focused on other things. And I think that um, the classiness that he showed in terms of handling it, as well as Byron Leftwich, they rightfully deserve um, to laugh it off. I mean, they just laughed at the guy like, hey, whatever. You know, this whole, like, black people look alike thing. Um, and, and, and he also said the person probably doesn't know about what they're doing. And so I think that by the person, the reporter embarrassed himself, number one, um, especially when you know as a reporter they're telling you who's going to come up on the presser before they show up. So that person was sitting there, the, 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 the person responsible for the, the uh, reporter showing up says, hey, uh, offensive coach Byron Leftwich is going to show up now to do his presser. So right then you know what questions you should be asking. <laughs> so you're asking about Todd Bowles. That shows you don't know about the game of football, and that was what, um, what Todd Bowles addressed, and I thought it was pretty good with how he did that. I don't think Todd Bowles looks like the character Bunny Colvin from The Wire. Um, I also don't think he looks At like – He doesn't look like the uh, uh, Ricky Jarrett's dad on uh, whatever the hell. The, what's, what's the Rocks football show there? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, now uh, we're all blanking on the name of the yeah. show. One of my favorite shows. And Ballers. I can't think of it. Ballers. Ballers. Oh, Ballers. 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 That was Players. awesome. Ballers. Yeah, the guy's real that name was is. A great show. Yeah, the guy's real. His real name is Robert Wisdom. He's a really good actor. Really good. Uh, last one. I got to close on on this. We've had uh, former football players on air uh, all week. Uh, actually, later in the show, I'm I'm looking forward to having a uh, this conversation with Mark McMillan, who played in the NFL, and also uh, we're gonna have uh, a guest with him. Uh, in terms of Marvin Jones, right? They both work camps. They both work football camps. What do you think of that whole Cam Newton against the camper thing? Because I've heard both sides. Like, don't re- uh, don't disrespect the adult, and maybe, hey, we don't understand kids these days. You know, this is kind of the way they operate, and because you know maybe they're they're not brought up 
Um, with a dad, in a lot of cases, this is the way they deal with authority figures. They talk trash. Number one, I think the reaction to the kid and Cam Newton was overblown. Um, and that kid experienced online bullying. And, and kids should be bullied online. And adults were literally <laughs> saying things to this kid they shouldn't have done. Leaving the kids to give an apology. Too much pressure on the kid. It was unnecessary. It's ridiculous to adults to then turn around and act like children themselves. Secondly, kids playing around with adults, that's just kind of what kids have been doing forever. And all Cam Newton needed to do is just make a joke about the kids' height or something. That's what kids do. They make fun of each other all the time. And made those kids laugh, and it would have become a meme, and it would have been all over with. Um, third, people need to talk a little bit more about Cam Newton being a little bit more – although he didn't respond as as quickly as he should have in terms of making a joke out of the situation, did have patience in order to stick around and talk to the kid. And so the most important thing to remember from this, remember from this is people need to recognize that online bullying is real, um, to give the kid a break. We've all made mistakes as kids. And then lastly, not to take that thing so serious. And, and this could have been a, a, a joking situation that could have been easily passed through. And I don't see the cool down and stop talking down to kids and definitely don't bully them online. Xavier, what's the topic of your suit-up cast on Twitter? Yeah, we're talking about today, we're talking about a, a, the, a voter disenfranchisement with all the different states passing laws um, in terms of response to losing 1-61 to 61 in court but deciding to disenfranchise voting anyway. Lovely. Xavier, we appreciate it. Thank you. Love you guys. There he is. Follow him up on Twitter. He's tweeting all the time. Lots of commentary. Uh, His world of videos is growing. He's appearing on radio shows and TV shows all over the place, and we're lucky to have him for 15 minutes a week on these Thursdays. On the way back, we get into uh, some good times, and um, at least let's get to the good part, uh, and there wasn't very many good parts of the Tiger accident, but some of the good parts uh, that came out of this thing in terms of it doesn't look like his name is going to be smeared because of any sort of uh, relapse with substance. Join the conversation on Twitter at ESPN Las Vegas. Sign up today for a new William Hill Nevada mobile sports account and you can earn a $50 bonus on top of your original $50 or more deposit using promo code GET50. That's promo code GET50. The William Hill Nevada mobile sports app allows you to bet on the go from any iPhone, iPad, or Android device from anywhere in Nevada. Sign up today and you'll never miss another bet. With the largest wagering menu, the mobile sports app features live in-play betting on football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, and tennis. For more information, visit williamhill.us. William Hill is a proud partner of the Vegas Golden Knights. A lot of people won't call an attorney to help them get out of debt because they're afraid they'll get pushed into a bankruptcy. Not a Panda Law Firm. We're a full-service debt relief law firm, and that means we review all your options with you. During your free consultation, Panda attorneys will talk to you about bankruptcy, debt consolidation, and debt settlement. Then we'll work to figure out the best option for you. When you need help with your personal or business debt, call Panda Law 702-818-3888. Are you tired of constant back, neck, hip, or joint pain? What about those nagging headaches that just never go away? Whether you're a professional athlete, weekend warrior, or suffering pain from an existing injury or condition, Dr. Odell and his staff at Neuropathy and Pain Centers of Las Vegas, they can help you get rid of that chronic pain the safest way possible with non-surgical treatment. Don't let pain stop you from living your life. Call Neuropathy and Pain Centers of Las Vegas now at 702-257-PAIN. That's 702-257-PAIN or go to nvpainrelief.com. Individual rates, coverage offerings, and savings may vary. Subject to terms and conditions not available in all areas. If you run a small business, you know that dealing with workers' comp insurance can be tedious and costly. But Pi Insurance is changing that, and founder John Swigert is here with me to tell us how. At Pi, we saw that small businesses needed a better way to handle their workers' comp coverage. So we built Pi Insurance from the ground up for them. We make getting workers' comp a no-brainer with simple online shopping. We're helping them save up to 30%. And the reviews say it all. That's right. Pi Insurance is rated excellent on Trustpilot by our customers. They tell us we're fast, affordable, and easy to work with. Thanks, John. Bottom line here is that if you run a small business, you can say goodbye to expensive, complicated workers' comp and discover the next generation of small business insurance. Why not see if Pi can save you up to 30%? Ask your agent for Pi or check your rate today at trypie.com. That's T R Y P I E.com. If you need to buy a home, call Dustin DeHart. If you want the best rates with service, that's great. Dustin DeHart with Nova Home Loans. So if you need a loan, pick up the phone and call 5770.
Hey, it's Steve Cofield here to tell you interest rates are at record lows and Vegas property values are through the roof. Me and a ton of you ESPN Las Vegas listeners were able to take advantage last year because of Dustin DeHart and Nova Home Loans. Thanks, Steve. It was an honor helping you and the ESPN Las Vegas listeners improve their interest rates and lower their payments. So many folks got to pay off mounting debts or even purchase their dream home. And I can't wait to help even more people this year. So call me at 702-577-2600 today before rates go up. So if you need a loan, pick up the phone and call 577-2600. That's in the heart with Nova Home Loans. NMLS 25011, branch NMLS 777-362. Experience Las Vegas' $2 billion Allegiant Stadium and enjoy lower bowl seating and top-notch amenities all within your budget. Welcome to college football in the entertainment capital of the world. Now through February 28th, you can save up to 40% on UNLV football season tickets. Visit unlvtickets.com or call 702-739-FANS to get UNLV football season tickets at Allegiant Stadium. UNLV. Yes, we get to that. With no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, banking with Capital One is like the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Kind of like choosing Charles Barkley in a pickup game. We'll take Barkley. Ha! First pick. Sorry, kids. Yep, even easier than that. And with our top-rated app, you can bank anytime, anywhere, making Capital One an even easier decision. Okay, here's the plan. Pass me the ball every time. This is banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? New consumer accounts only. Approval required. Terms apply. Capital One and a member FDIC. Okay, so you didn't hear it from me, but you can find some amazing deals on activewear at Kohl's right now. I'm talking major brands. Like it almost seems too good to be true, but it's not. I got some super cute sneakers from Adidas and the Nike tee I got for my daughter was 25% off. And not to brag, but I also earned triple rewards with my Kohl's card. So you know I'm going back for the Fitbit Versa 3. Or will I get the Under Armour leggings? Select styles Kohl's Rewards members earn double or triple rewards February 24th through 28th. Some exclusions apply. See storekohls.com for details. The cast iron skillet, the barbecue reverse here, Pittsburgh style. I'm doing it all now with my steaks. Thanks to meetupvegas.com. Great steaks deserve special care. And meetupvegas.com is where you can get the best stuff. This is not grocery store meat. Never sold to the public before until now. It's meetupvegas.com, M E A T vegas.com. Specializing in USDA graded prime and certified Angus beef, plus they've got supreme chicken, lamb, turkey and pork. You go to meetupvegas.com, use the code COFIELD for a discount. Go there now, meetupvegas.com. It's meetupvegas.com. Las Vegas, are you ready to rock? Get over to Finley Toyota right now and let us show you our VIP lineup. Roll up to your next gig with style in a new Camry or grab a new rugged Tacoma to haul your gear around. Finley has got what you need and our state-of-the-art service center and amazing customer service will have you feeling like a rock star. Visit us today or schedule an appointment at finleytoyota.com. It's Good Times with Mr. Sunshine. Brought to you by Silver State Schools Credit Union. Prioritizing people over profits. So just to follow up on what we were talking about with Xavier Pope at the beginning of the convo, Tiger Woods, uh, the accident listed as uh, purely an accident. So over a day and a half now, law enforcement has not changed its tune, saying he was not impaired. There's no sign of drunkenness. Yeah, in the, you know, as we were referring to kind of uh, with the, in the Xavier conversation that when the officer arrived, he had a normal conversation with Tiger and Tiger didn't show any signs of being impaired in, in either, uh, you know, either with pills, which I think a lot of people kind of suspected when this happened. That was the first thing that everybody jumped to because he just had surgery. He talked about being in a lot of pain uh, and that's been, you know, in his past uh, or alcohol, which, you know, is somewhat, you know, um, at that time of day was, you know, not necessarily the first thing people thought of, but uh, certainly a possibility. But he, the officer said he, he had a conversation to the point where he thought Tiger was just going to be able to get out of the car. Even though the damage was so bad, he was like, oh, he's, he's so functioning right now that I thought he'd just be able to get out of the car. So that was where I, they kind that, of based that, it on. That seems weird to me that he was so functioning. The description of the injuries, the only function I would be – Exhibiting would be screaming. Yeah, well, I, I think that was, uh, as the officer said, that he was definitely so, just adrenaline. 
Oh, so adrenaline was almost covering up, like not even, yeah, not even feeling how you know your right leg is just pulverized. Yeah, where he was just like, you know, you get that that rush of like, whoa, okay. I was I was shocked when I read the update, you know, because like we said with Xavier, and you know, updated this story throughout the day on Cofield and Company. You know, initially it had listed the uh, extrication. Is that how? I don't know if that's yeah. the word. Whatever removal of Tiger from the truck was Jaws of Life, then they said, oh, well, it was tools, and we had to kind of get him out that way. I couldn't believe that after a rollover that he was, and the fact that his leg got just mauled, that he was even conscious. Yeah, that was kind of surprising to me, too. Um, I, I, have, oh, hey. I have more questions. I know, um, you know, we'll talk to our friend Justin Watkins tonight uh, on a podcast, but the, one of the things the officer said is, like, how dangerous that stretch of road is and how there's accidents there all the time. Why haven't we addressed that? I don't mean like in the last two days. I mean like if if there's a road that's that dangerous. Now, yes, it's because people drive fast on it, so it's their own fault. But like, sh- shouldn't we be looking at some like areas of the country where it's like, hey, there's accidents here all the time. Well, maybe that's the road's fault. I don't know. I have no comment. I haven't been on the road, so I need to drive it. Well, I'm just based on what the the officer said. He's like, yeah, I patrol that stretch of road. There's accidents all the time. Okay. Like, okay, let's fix that. Yeah, like I said, I don't know. Is it a 50-mile-an-hour zone? Is it 25? I think it's, I think it's should, 45. Should they have speed bumps? The, according to the story I was reading, it, it's 45, and then right at that area, because Hawthorne, Hawthorne goes like up by the airport. A lot of people, if you've been in L.A., you've, been, you've driven on Hawthorne, it's like a main road, and then it gets to that area, and it, it goes into a residential like neighborhood up in the hills where it just gets super hilly and curvy, and you're, like, you know, you're driving like you're on a main road, and then all of a sudden it's like, okay, well, now it's not really a, a main, main road anymore. It's, a, it's, it's very you know, curvy and people are still going super fast. And he says it's a downhill stretch where he sees, he says routinely people are going 80 to 85 in a 45 and there's accidents a lot. So big news of the day in the NFL and really in sports today is Russell Wilson gave the Seahawks a list of teams that he would accept to trade to. The Raiders are on the list. Uh, your paper just put out a story with the headline Raiders not likely to pursue Russell Wilson in a trade already. We already know that. Yeah. I mean, I think it would be, it would be, you know, it's something, something they should definitely at least be exploring. We'll find out exactly where they stand, though. This has been Good Times with Mr. Sunshine, brought to you by Silver State Schools Credit Union. Become a member today at SilverStateCU.com.